Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. How are you now, David? What? How are you now? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good. <laughs> is that is that how you greet in Canada? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know you're <laughs> you're watching this Canadian show that I I've been told to watch, but I have not done it yet. That's um, true. But um other than that, how's your how's your week gone? It's been a it's uh, been a whole week. It's been crazy. Yeah, pretty all right. Um Yep, that's about it. <laughs> we there's a lot of good news. Um I'm actually really glad that we didn't push back the episode because some more news ended up coming out today and so we can give you a more holistic view um of of what was announced and everything. So it was for the best in the long run. So with that I, agree. I made a decision and Seth kind of ribbed me for it before the episode. I was going to finish Devil May Cry 5 this weekend. And instead, what I ended up doing was mm. I <laughs> I decided to download and play Tales from the Borderlands mm. from the PlayStation Store. Because I got it mm. back when it was it was free, I think, for mm. PlayStation Plus a while back. And I got it. And so, yeah, I was playing that. I played one full episode. And it's been difficult for me to find another slot to play it. Because I don't... I don't know. Because I know you played it. Um, I did. It and one of my... One of the most fun games I've played. <laughs> and I don't... I hesitate to say it's one of my favorite games ever. But I think it is my favorite Borderlands game. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. So... I, I wanted to say, like, I don't want to play it and stop in the middle of an episode. Does that make sense? Yes. So because I, it's like stopping in the middle of... A TV episode or something, or yeah, like a movie. Or anything similar. And I don't, I want to... like stopping in the middle of eating. So I want to, I know that each episode is about two hours long, if not a little longer. And so I've been trying to find a good spot to continue. But I am, I really enjoyed episode one. Um, honestly, it's my first Telltale game that I've played and enjoyed. I started to play Walking Dead season one back when it came out, and I did not like it at all. <laughs> and I hated it, even though I liked Walking Dead back then. And so in the in the long run, it's 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 actually. This was what their third or fourth game. I don't remember. Telltale, but it's they definitely refined their approach by this point and made their way of storytelling better. And I don't know if that had to. That came with working with Two K, and Gearbox with Borderlands, or what? But it's a better game for it. Yeah. So I really enjoy. And you're, you're only on the first episode. It it gets better. I know. I believe it. Uh, I'm really. I really like Vaughn. I actually forgot the name of the main character. You got Vaughn. You got Reese. Yeah, Reese and the girl. I forgot her name. You got Fiona. Reese and Fiona. And I like their. Oh, I like them. Um, real big pop for me when the Hunter S. Thompson guy. Uh, <laughs> showed up shade from Borderlands one, uh the main character of one of the DLCs. I, I really love that. Or two. I, I thought it was in two. I can't. I thought it was in the pirate one from two. He was not he might have been in the pirate one, but he was the main character of one of the DLCs from one. I don't know. Hmm. I I'm pretty sure he was in one. I I don't know if you you've got to check it out or what, but I I will be able to tell you because I also today purchased Borderlands 1, the 4K HD, whatever that they did with all the quality of life updates. Right. That The goatee. The goatee. And so we'll talk about that later on. Hopefully Seth buys that. Since, you know, I was on Facebook Memories today, Seth, and this is the one-year anniversary of us starting Far Cry 5 together. 
Mm, yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> we were streaming and it. We were streaming it. And oh boy! If only that had been Borderlands. I know. So much more exactly. Fun. If only we had had that much fun with it as we did with Borderlands the pre sequel. So, I. Do you think we had more or less fun with Borderlands the pre sequel than we did with Far Cry Five? I think we had more. I liked that game. I mean, yeah. it, it had its problems, but I liked it. Yeah, got got gotta love the butt slam. Yeah, uh, with Far Cry, I kind of just. I mean, I, it's still, man, the co-op in that was so fundamentally broken. I mean, we talked enough about it. You can go back and yes. listen. But, We're not going to rehash our but, Far Cry 5 issues. But um, I, it did come up because I was talking to your brother about how it, it's going to be fun for all three of us to play Borderlands together. Mm-hmm. Especially because we never played Borderlands 1 or 2 all together because you two were playing split screen and we yeah. have, we didn't really play together on Xbox Live back then, and so nope. now I feel like even though we're far apart, we're still going to be able to play together through the magic yeah. of the internet. So, yep. It's weird how we've all sort of played together in a kind of disparate triangle where I've me and me and Zach played it together, and you and I have played together. I don't know if you ever played with Zach, but I think sort we, of I think we might have once, but. That was yeah. I was playing with both of you online. Yeah, but that was even then. But the it it's it's exciting. I'm I'm gonna probably play through all the Borderlands again because I want to make sure I want to get all the characters. And so yeah, I've what? been playing that. I'm excited to learn about all the characters from this, and I've been playing more Final Fantasy VII. And I've been playing more Captain Toads, which that game just gets better. I'm almost done with it. I know because I looked up how many levels are in each book. And I feel like I can safely say that game is uh, suplex certified, even though most of it is baby mode. Mm. Because you can just turn your brain off and play these puzzles, and it's very enjoyable. Um, I don't. I don't think there's a game that's made me happier after work, <laughs> because you just turn it on and it's, um, it's all very positive and interesting. I love it. I yeah. I find so much joy in playing this game. Um, I it's just great. I haven't gotten to start Yoshi's yet. Marianne is sleeping. I was going to have her on the episode to talk about it because the moment I brought it home, Seth. Mm-hmm. She put it in her Switch, and she has not put it down. She has played that game so much. <laughs> and so nice. it's why I have not been able to... I'm not able to talk about Yoshi, Yoshi's Crafted World this week. It's because Marianne has hijacked the game. And I'm okay with Typical. that, because if she's happy with it, then she's happy with it. She just beat Lego Harry Potter, which took her forever. So About time. I, I mean, it is eight man. movies, so... Yeah, it's technically two separate games. Every time it took her for like the longer it took her, I was like, "Jesus, taking you so long!" And she's like, "Well, I'm only on like the sixth book." And then I remembered it's two full games put together. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's been my gaming week. Is there anything I know that you um, you have some exciting gaming news, Seth? You you expressed it in the chat. I'm ready to hear it. Did, did I? Hold on. Now I gotta look at what I said. Well, you you uh, you beat Sekiro. What? No, I didn't beat it. You said you beat it. No, I did not. Do not lie about me. Hold on. I am looking. Uh, let's see. We <laughs> we talked about Halo. Man, I'm telling you, you said you beat it. No, you didn't. said you said that. I just finished the story and man. Okay. That was That explains okay, now I understand why you responded to me. I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about the story that you had just posted in our chat. Oh no. The story that Jason Schreier wrote. No, oh, I thought you beat Sekiro. Oh my gosh. Well, that's fine. This is a great oh. mishap. Oh, so Lord. so how did your gaming week go then? I 
I mean, it's funny that you bring it up. I am actually, I actually have gotten to what I believe is the final boss of Sekiro. Um, oh, okay. So I, <laughs> uh, had I put more time into it, you would be uh, accidentally right. Um, but no, I, I, I think, I think Monday I got up to the final boss and gave it a few, uh, college tries and, and kind of set it down. Um, I'm very, yeah, it's, it's been a, a very, um, what's the word? A very fulfilling experience playing the game. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, chatter on the internet about, uh, this week about should... FromSoft put in should Sekiro have like difficulty uh like different difficulty modes like an easy mode basically for people who don't want to have to um put the the amount of time it takes to be able to play through the game um and I kind of um I've gone back and forth about what I think about it um because I, I don't know. I I I really enjoy. It. I think it's hard for me to say how much more or less I would have joined it had the game been easier. Um, and it's weird. I actually, in in hindsight, I do not think that the game is hard per se. Uh, it is very demanding, and it has a very high learning curve. Um, so, but I mean, in reality, it's kind of like any game that you have to figure out how things work um, to be able to play them. And this game probably has uh, a, a a lot less margin for error than some other games, um, because it is it's weird, like moving through it at where I am now with all the the power ups I have and the knowledge of. Um, how, like, bosses work, uh, and how enemies fight, because I kind of just, like, I kind of just mow through places, um, right. I, I ran into, uh, it was, like, the, 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 f- this final, like, mini boss before the actual final boss, and it was basically a harder version of one of the guys early in the game that gave me a lot of trouble, um, and I basically knew everything he did, and they also had, um, but but they also had like another mini boss level enemy in there. Um, so I was trying to, f- I had to fight these two people at once. But I, since I I basically just like I knew how to get through, like ha- how to how to get through the the situation and kind of, it it, it wasn't that difficult to. Um, to beat these guys, uh, and it was it was weird because it was on one hand kind of disappointing um, that the challenge was not there anymore, um, but on the other hand, it was really cool how to like have a a sort of solid uh, example of how far I've I've come from the beginning of the game, how much better right. I am at it. Um, and I mean, like the the power ups you get help, but most of it is just like understanding patterns and and having good timing and and just knowing what to do. And I've reached that point where most of the game, uh, most of the enemies anywhere are not really a challenge for me. Um, and I get and that's that's just sort of how the games are supposed to work. Like you, uh, it it it's very difficult, and one might say punishing at the beginning when you don't know what's happening but once you do know and know what to do it um it becomes a lot over time becomes a lot less difficult um and you know like i said that's like what it is in any game but i think it's probably more pronounced in a game like this um so it's so yeah it's 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 been a very uh gratifying experience uh, watching myself uh increase in skill like that um Although there are two, there's this one, there are two, these two bosses at the end. Um, one is an optional boss that I have no idea how I would ever go about beating. Um, <laughs> just because it's, <laughs> it's just this huge giant monster. And, uh, it, I, I, I mean, I, I went and tried it and I, uh, and I, after, I gave up after a few tries cause I just literally could not 
think of a way to attack this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably try give it give it some more tries, but I, I don't know. I might just not do it. Um, and then there's the final boss who, uh, it's probably has more than twice the health of any other boss that I fought, which is kind of that sounds absurd. Yeah, it's. I I really hope that there's not like. I'm going to be, I don't know if upset is a word, but I'm definitely going to be annoyed if there is, like, a second form of it or another boss after it, um, because as it is, this is going to be, like, the longest, hardest fight that I'll have to do in the game. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, it'll be great. I'll, I'll, I'm going to, I'm probably going to scream once I finally do it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a really fun game to play, um. And just like the, the the stories actually, um, very cool, and the way like these different characters, the kind of interactions they have are all really good. Um, I'm not gonna spoil what happens with one character, but um, the as you progress in the story, uh, like different locations kind of change, um, like they have they take permanent changes. Uh, which is cool, but also every time I would notice them, it uh, it gives me a lot of anxiety over like, oh no, is I hope there was not anything that I didn't do that now I can't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's not really any way of me knowing. Um, I, I mean, there are there are certain things that I know that have affected different choices I do, but stuff like that. Uh, and there's this one character um, that actually the, there's one there's a couple characters that. As you progress through the story, like um, different things happen to them, and I and I I came across one one character who I had not been able to finish his storyline, or rather his qu- his quest line. Um, and now it appears that I will definitely not be able to finish it, and I was kind of like, oh dang it, <laughs> uh, uh, no. yeah, because I mean it's and that's kind of cool uh, that characters can die, and you can just kind of you won't be able to get those rewards for them. Um, and apparently, apparently I, I never did this, but there are some, there are some characters that like are good NPCs that you can actually kill and then never have access to the stuff that they give you. Oh my uh, which, gosh. Yeah. Luckily I never did. Um, but I, I, I saw, um, I saw some people, on online complaining about that they're like i didn't know that this was a good guy and i killed him and now i have to start the game over and i'm like oh i'm so, glad i didn't do that so can you give me a little insight because i i've seen a couple gameplay videos um did you find because i know last week you talked about how a lot of the it was really great because a lot of the people you fought were more human than in like souls games where it's like giant tentacle monsters and stuff mm-hmm. did 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 it get more monster-esque as the game went on as like because you're further now of course than you were last week so did it did it get more monster or is it did stay consistent surprisingly no actually um there's uh most of the enemies still maintain their their humanness there's there's one uh late area where um the people are vaguely human and there's certainly some kind of some um there's some story reasons about why these people are not entirely people anymore um, right they don't, don't want to spoil too much of that um, I get it. but still there are i think there are um like three three bosses that are animals um and then uh there are two of those you can uh you can optionally fight uh kind of different forms of them but the same ones the same enemies uh and then there's okay. this, the the kind of optional demon thing at the end that I that I was talking about earlier but um yeah I think there are there are only two mandatory boss fights that I did that were not human well three yeah three um so yeah I uh, and that was that was honestly something I was kind of expecting to to happen that it would things would get more monstrous as you go down, which is kind of like a 
a natural from soft type thing, but it doesn't happen. Uh, and the final, the final boss, no spoilers as to who it is, but it is just like a dude, uh, who a very skilled dude who has uh, killed me a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of a just this really strong guy, um, and he's got a lot of health, honestly, like way too much. That's that's uh, cool. I I'm really I'm really impressed that yeah, it's definitely different. Uh especially because like you the the animal bosses have come entirely different like ways that you have to approach them. They're they're a lot more like souls style things where it's kind of about spacing um and like waiting until you have the opportunity to attack cuz they have these kind of wild uh area of effect attacks. Um and 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 honestly, I kind of like it because it, it those are a change of pace to what you're doing, and so it makes you kind of reevaluate how you uh, how you attack them. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that's why they kept them all mostly human because of the the kind of mechanics of the game where they want you to be up close and personal with the uh, with your opponent. But it was nice to have have the ones you know every once in a while to kind of change things up. Of course. So I'm assuming by next week we'll be able to have a answer on how you feel about the game, whether it's Suplex certified or not. Yes, uh, okay. I mean I could I could probably give it give you the the answer right now, but I I don't I I don't want to go against the spirit of the Suplex certification. I can't I can't in good faith give it out without having completed the game. Yeah. So, all right, cool. I I'm glad. I I'm actually still very surprised that it didn't get more monstery, but that's that is something that's I think good. I've heard other commentators or people say that that was something they liked about it. So, yeah, and I mean, this that's not to say that it doesn't like change. The game does shift as you go to it like the way things look and kind of the atmosphere uh and like i i, I kind of got into that earlier and how areas change uh, right but yeah it, it's not it's a little it's different than it than it is in, in past uh fromsoft games cool so with that we can actually we'll pivot to the um news thing that i vaguely spoiled and that um Jason Schreier over at Kotaku broke this. He so it was crazy. I I'm not on Twitter like all day, but legitimately, he said on Twitter, um, a lot of people have been asking me to report on this story. So, um, like, keep your eyes peeled uh, in this space for the next like hour or two, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden this the story dropped about Anthem and you kind of assume, well, uh, I mean, Anthem has been getting a bad rap anyway. And, um, basically the whole article was about the development of Anthem and he's got some, you know, interviews with employees that are of course anonymous and it's, it's been a whole thing in the gaming industry the past couple of days. It's been crazy between, uh, Schreier posting the article, I think maybe like five minutes after Schreier posted the article, Bioware already had a blog post ready to be a vague answer answer to it, but it wasn't really. It addressed some of the stuff, but just not very well. And, I mean, he's also had other developers tweeting and responding to that story um he tweeted about today where he's had developers messaging him like well my work is exactly like that at this blank developer and it's really sad because it it just seems like anthem was this game that was hurriedly made in 18 months after they couldn't decide what to do for three and a half years um and there's there's a lot of weird intricacies in that there's a lot about the the bioware magic esque stuff um do you have anything to say about it seth yeah it's it would be hard uh to i mean we could dedicate like multiple it would take multiple episodes of time to like uh 
properly go go over what is happening uh, in the story, uh, you guys should go read it. It's it's very good and very um, telling about what uh, game development at a at a big studio is like. Um, but yeah, it it highlights the, like a bunch of issues, like stuff with um, mismanagement, uh, lack of a vision of um, uh, just bad atmosphere in in the the com- in in the in development the the kind of the the bad hours that that developers are forced to to work um it's yeah it's it's something else um i would i would uh, i would definitely recommend going and reading that and it's it's genuinely a um just to to close that it's very sad because he he says at the end of the article that you know it it almost takes two bad games in a row for developers to come out and be like this is not how we should be working like two two like real bad development cycles and i guess uh between mass effect andromeda and the development cycle for anthem um it kind of broke people there and it's it's sad that they even had to get to that point through t- two games, which you can imagine took like these people have been living with this for like eight to nine years between those two development cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just rough. It's as as they say um, constantly, this the gaming industry is not sustainable because the things we love burn people out and it's it could just be handled better and it's not. So we, I feel like we've got to find a way to address it and not we, I, I don't think there's any way we can fix it besides bringing attention to the issue. So go read the article. It's, it's very good and very well written and yeah, it's on Kotaku. So just search Jason Trier and, you'll find that story and a bunch of other ones that will give you a glimpse into uh, the machine, essentially. Um, but with that, we can go into other gaming news. Um, we can kind of tiptoe into this because the something that we loved got announced last week and that is borderlands three um yes, which is, finally. is is very exciting um what was not great is the hour-long um weird um ego show that kind of went before it um <laughs> it really seemed like it was a show designed to make randy pitchford look really cool and and then for them to show us borderlands three I I don't know I don't if you know. got that I think, vibe. I think you have something against Randy Pitchford. No, I so I liked him. I I like him. I just I really I think he's funny and I think he's charismatic. The magic show thing was so bad. Yeah, it, that was weird. It, Usually the, you don't when you're when you're having a a conference about uh, a press conference about video games you usually don't devote like half an hour to doing a magic trick. Yeah, I mean that... it was a cool magic trick, but it was heavily it was heavily a first for 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 me and and watching these kind of conferences. It was it was I don't have anything against Randy. Um, he's he's definitely a good really good hype man, and maybe sometimes unaware of what's going on at his own studio. Um, some of if you go back and look at some of the interviews around the alien time, you know he's just kind of blind to how bad things can be. I think, um, but it's I'm very excited. So Borderlands Three is coming out. I don't think that this game would be as good as it is without Randy Pitchford, because obviously there's a lot of him in it with how crazy he is. Um, so it's it's finally coming out full full-on game also the borderlands one got re-released which came out today and they announced that today also was the borderlands 2 4k update um which was crazy 
Yeah. Uh, a big part of the conference, interestingly, was um, uh, technical issues. That was weird. They had they had a lot of issues getting p- playing the trailers. Uh, There's so I've read articles about why it was technical issues. I don't know if people are interested in it, but apparently, 4K video just doesn't play well in Windows Media Player. And you have yeah. to play VLC files or something. I I don't know. I was I was listening to some podcast about it, and um, it was they were like at the moment they saw the Windows Media Player stuff, they were like, "What are you doing? <laughs> this is this, you should know that this is not good." Um, so I don't know if that was on PAX or if it was on Gearbox, but it yeah. was definitely something that probably could have been rehearsed before besides a magic act yeah it was it was a weird conference but i mean the end result was we finally we got the the debut trailer for borderlands 3 um it looked great we saw a lot there's a lot there was a lot going on in it one of the first things i thought was cool was when they they opened the the show by showing the the teaser trailer that we talked about last week um, and then they actually, like Randy Pitchford, talked about the different characters that were in it, um, which was cool. Uh, but we got we got the the actual trailer. Um, we got got to see the bad guys, um, our uh, some of the old friends who are a lot older now. Uh, this seems to the game seems to be like it's taking place. Um, I don't know, at least at least like ten years after Borderlands Two. Yeah, it has um, to because Tiny Tina's older. Yeah, Tiny Tina. Uh, uh, she's average sized Tina now, um, <laughs> or regular sized. Um, we, we saw some of the, we saw all the new vault hunters. Uh, we saw different, different kind of monsters and different landscapes we're going to, apparently, uh, as many people speculated, we're, we're not going to be only on Pandora. We're going to different planets. Um, yeah, it's, it was very cool. Very exciting. There was, uh, I don't know. Uh, I actually haven't watched it in a while, so I don't, I don't have a, a whole lot to say about the trailer. So, but it, so it was I, definitely exciting. I rewatched it today, and it's amazing how you can get the feel for a game, this game, just from the trailer. the The way that the the two villains are built out, the Calypso twins, mm-hmm. and the I really love all of the symbol like there's a lot of weird rapture sort of symbolism symbolism which is shown off in the weird cover art we're getting for the game yeah um which i love the cover art yeah it's kind of like a psycho doing like a, a buddhist pose yeah with the like it has a hand grenade where the heart would be and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. um and it's it's great i i'm really excited there's a bunch of new vehicles it's interesting, uh, Seth, if you look. So there's three different, four different versions of the game coming out. Um, one is the base game. And in that game, above the Borderlands 3, there's actually a ship flying into the air. Hmm. And then on the other two, the like mi- the middle line road and the, the big collector's edition, it doesn't have the ship there. I realized that today while looking at it. So the... The cover is even hinting at going into space. Yeah, but but we are getting a little ahead of ourselves with that um, talk because uh, going uh, rewind back to the press conference, um, we got the Borderlands Three trailer, um, and much to everyone's chagrin, it did not come with a release date. Uh, yeah, which was a bit of a bummer um, because it immediately. Like when you don't, when you don't see the release date, your brain kind of automatically thinks that it's not coming out this year. Like if they're not, if they don't say it's not going to be out in twenty nineteen, well, immediately worry. Oh man, I'm going to have to wait until twenty twenty. But fast forward to yesterday, uh, I believe today. Wednesday today. Oh, no, it wasn't today. I mean, today was official, but Monday. yesterday, what? Monday was April Fools. Oh, right, right. Okay, yes. Yeah. So Monday, April Fool's Day, the Gearbox uh, Twitter account um, puts out this tweet, which it uh, very quickly deletes, um, uh, saying that Borderlands 3 was is going to release on September 13th. Um, 
And then a couple days later, we get the actual announcement that, yes, that is correct. Uh, I wonder uh, if if that if they had planned. I don't think they had planned on giving us the release date yet, but I guess they, they figured cat's out of the bag. We might as well. Uh, so, yeah, it is confirmed coming out later this year. Very excited about it. Yeah, they, they did say we'd get more news about it today. Which so that was the biggest frustration for me is we get this great trailer mm-hmm. and it shows off all these new vehicles, all these new characters, hints at their abilities, and then no release date, but they say they basically did what Atlas is doing with Persona, yeah. where um they basically say, We'll give you more information a week from now. And if that information is just a release date, which it was a release date with a small trailer. Just give us that, the day the day you give the trailer. Yeah, it it makes annoying. no sense to really drag it out like that, especially since, I mean, sure it creates conversation, but some of that conversation had to be negative because people are like, oh god, is this game coming out this year? Is it coming out next year only for next gen? There's a ton of conversation that happened, and. I mean, you can't really control it un- unless you give people more information. Yeah, it was definitely annoying, but, you know, we got through it. We know when it's coming out. They said that uh, May 1st, I believe, they're they're going to do a more in-depth reveal of the gameplay stuff and the characters. So that'll be, that'll be fun. But, yeah, Borderlands 3 finally coming September. Very exciting. Do you know, do you know which character you're going to play as? Uh, I am going to play as Flack. Who is the uh, Beastmaster character? Yeah, he does look pretty cool. Yeah, he's a robot. Um, I forgot the name of the 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 siren. But uh, Amara. Yeah, I'm pretty torn between Mose and Amara. Yeah, because Mose is my typical, where I would the be the the soldier class. And even then, that character kind of looks like a mix between the soldier and the necromancer. Yeah. Um, and Amara just looks awesome. She's yeah. jacked. She, she, she can summon magical arms to beat people up, apparently. Yeah. The only one that really fell flat for me was Zane, but that's because he is the um, stealth-esque type character. Yeah. Seemingly, and so that's more your style than mine. Yeah, so, but it's hard for me to pick the stealth guy when there is a robot with, with potentially a bird. Pet friends, yeah, with pet friends and possibly a bird. So, yeah. you give I me mean, a character with a bird. That's <laughs> that's an easy pick for me. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm really excited for this. It it looks fantastic. Um, over a billion guns, of course. So um, about any which way you can min max how you want to be doing damage. Okay, I want to talk about this for a second. So. In the press conference, Randy Pitchford, like he was talking about what their next their next uh, uh, game is. Like everyone knew it was Borderlands Three, but he hadn't said it yet. Um, and he said it's not a battle royale, which got you know big cheers from everyone. Um, but I got to thinking about it. Um, a battle royale Borderlands game would actually be amazing. Because of the way they, like, procedurally generate the guns based on, like, combination of parts. Like, that's wh- that's why the game can have uh, a billion guns. Because they create all these different individual parts um, that have their own stats. And then they kind of randomly generate into uh, guns that you find in the world. Right. And that would be that would be insane to have in, like, a Battle Royale game where every single gun operates differently from the others. Oh yeah, that'd be great. And It'd also also like the the Borderlands world would be great for it. I yeah. I'm genuinely Seth, I I'm sure you noticed in the trailer. It would be the the battle royale would be really cool. I'm excited to see the the different like environments in this game. Like it at one point in the trailer it shows you running through the desert which is sort of typical. Mm-hmm. But then it Pandora. shifts it shifts to a jungle and then mm-hmm. it shifts to this giant cityscape. Yeah, it's like this blade and, runner city. Yeah, and it, it it goes through like three or four and pretty much all we've had is like ice and desert. Yep. 
if I can remember correctly. Yeah. And so we're 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 definitely getting uh, some switch up here, which is great. I'm very excited. Yeah. And that's probably why they wanted to get uh, off to different planets. Just because, you know, we've pretty much seen all of Pandora. Uh, it can't have changed too much in the intervening years. Uh, and, and the kind of sameness that has been in the Borderlands games. Um, well, it's not like super detrimental, but, you know, you'd like to see some more stuff. And they're going to give it to us. Yeah. Um. So... <laughs> Did you see, uh, this is, this is kind of great. It was very interesting. The gaming community, uh, is funny sometimes that uh, GameSpot basically wrote an article saying that the trailer was really underwhelming because yeah. it was more of the same. And everyone on Twitter was like, you need to shut up. Like this was <laughs> fine. Don't, Ugh. don't ruin this because it, I honestly, the more I think about it, Borderlands three could have been ruined possibly by being a Destiny-esque game because um, they wouldn't have been able to do some of the stuff that they do. Yeah. And so it, it could have... This is exactly what it should be, and I'm very excited. I agree. So with that, let's get to... what It's, it's going to be like 100 times more fun than Destiny 2 also. Uh, Destiny 2 also. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that even though I love Destiny I love 2. Destiny 2. And you, you go, I think you, I love Destiny 2 also. Um, but, you know, I think you go for that game for a different thing than you go for a Borderlands game. Yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, sure, the two can learn things from each other. And I bet, I, I guarantee that Gearbox has taken things from these other games because they've uh, been so popular and successful and good. Um, but it... The, they're not gonna. They're not gonna drastically change up the formula because the formula is great, and right. they know it, and we all know it. So there. Yeah. So there, GameStop. <laughs> so there. Um, they're kicking them while they're down. They they reported a pretty sizable loss this quarter. That that just came out in the news the other day. Um, but yeah, so there, GameStop. Um, so let's talk about Best Buy. And how they are giving us sort of the Walmart treatment. Yes. Give, this giving was, us uh, a bit of a leak. This was weird. Uh, weird thing happened. Was this today also? It was last late last night. Yeah, late last night. Some uh, uh, A Twitter user by the name of Wario64, who is uh, pretty prolific in the kind of... I don't know if they would if you'd call it the, the leak department, but they, they're very good at, at acquiring information about about video games whether it be you know current stuff or upcoming stuff um so they stumbled upon these uh listings in best buys employee direct uh not directory it's not the employee directory it's the kind of their the the the, the store uh interface for that they have for the what is it? What is the word I'm thinking? Of? It's you like an ordering there. system, yeah, like OFS type thing. Yeah, um, it's basically just like stuff that's that they have in stock or that that will be able to purchase. I should know because I used to work there, but I can't yes. remember what it's called. Um, anyway, it was in their system, and this was like uh, it's not something like you could go on their website and search. It was in their employee only system, right? Uh, and there were these listings for these games. Um, the first thing that was found, uh, I believe, was Persona 5 Switch. Yep. Um, and this may or may not tie into some other news that came out. But yeah, so there was this mysterious listing for Persona 5 Switch, which of course has been a uh, widely speculated game considering Joker. And, and it was also kind of weird because of Best Buy revealing Joker's uh, um, final render for... Uh, what's the game? Super Smash Bros. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, more digging found uh, a listing for Metroid Prime Trilogy. Uh, again, another widely speculated thing. There was a um a highly influential leaker. Well, not influential, but generally correct leaker, King Zell. He who predicted it was going to be in the pre in the last direct. Uh, and you know. 
considering Metroid Prime 4 got delayed, that might have been pushed back. But here it is in this system. Um, uh, so d- two definite, definite surprises, uh, some things that people had thought existed, but then the cherry on top and one that is honestly hard to figure out what it is, and I may just be overthinking what it actually is, but there was a listing for The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Uh, the yeah. famous Super Nintendo game, and uh, they the Warrior 64 immediately went and checked that it was not a um, a mislisting, uh, because it, it is there, and also the remake, uh, the upcoming remake of Link's Awakening is also, also there. So it wasn't just that kind of mistake. It was an entirely separate link, listing for A Link to the Past, um, which I... Really have no idea what in the world that could be, unless yeah, that's I, no. that's the one that was like bonkers. It's weird. Um, and you go back a while back, there was that leak of games inside the the NES Online app that of Super Nintendo games, and Link to the Past was one of them. But again, this was a kind of a entirely separate listing. Um, and I've seen some speculation as to what it could be. Uh, I think it really could be anything. I think it could be something simple and that uh, Nintendo is going to release it on the eShop or as a physical release um, just because it's like a highly influential game and maybe you want to be able to play it without having to pay for Nintendo Online. Maybe it's that simple. Maybe it is a remake, uh, question mark. Um, I mean, and that would be cool. I don't know. Uh, it would be weird to have that coming out at the same time as the Link's Awakening remake. Um, but who the heck knows? Yeah, it's that's it's so strange. And, you know, all of this is coming out, and it was mainly N- Nintendo-specific leaks. And this is all hitting around the times that we're getting rumors that there is going to be another Direct this month. Yes. Um, especially with... Uh, Reggie leaving. Yeah, you got Reggie and... leaving. You got Joker coming out at some point this month in Smash. There's supposed to be the big 3.0 update, which will presumably bring new stuff. So they have stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, there are there is definitely speculation that'll be happening this month. And now you have this, these leaks, sort of. Uh, and it should be noted that they quickly disappeared today. Um, they're no longer searchable in whatever system they were accessed on. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's, you know, you always have to take these things with a grain of salt. But there was a big Walmart leak last year, and most of the stuff ended up being correct. Right. Um, but, again, that was on their website. This was a, a different thing. Uh, so who knows what to think? Uh, I mean, I, I do think that the first two are coming out on Switch. Uh, that being Persona and, and Metroid Prime Collection. Yeah, uh, of course. I would assume that Link to the Past would eventually come to Switch in some form, but it is definitely weird to have it uh, for sale by itself. Yeah, especially, yeah, it's a separate SKU by itself. Especially, man, that's just, it's weird. It's weird, uh, but exciting. And maybe... Uh, I don't even know what it... I, I honestly wish that the Link to the Past one was um, Mother 3, because then we <laughs> could... Uh, I think then that would make it all valid, because that should be Reggie's goodbye. <laughs> he I mean, should, I agree. That would be amazing. <laughs> he if... should be, I'm out, Mother 3, and then <laughs> that's it. It would be perfect. Um, <laughs> The... Gosh, the one reporter would lose his mind because he yeah. actually dedicates one of his questions every time. Um, so, but yeah, I, Who knows? I don't know. It's there's a lot of emotions that'll be running through my mind if there is a direct because it'll be Reggie's last one, and I mean all that stuff. It'll be crazy. Yeah. Now, as I said there, when I was talking about Persona, there was another thing that happened. Um, Atlas put up a uh, a website. Well, I guess it already it had already been a, a website, um, but they put stuff on this website for Persona Five S, uh, and 
with a a date of like April twenty fifth that we're gonna get more information. Right. Um. So this this could be related to Persona Five Switch. Um. I honestly doubt that that would be the name of it if it was just a Switch thing. Um. But there was a uh, a very credible uh, person with on Twitter who has had Persona information in the past saying that Persona 5S was going to release. Uh, it was going to be like a, a an updated remake for PS4 and Switch. Um, and, you know, with 5, with the Royal, who knows what is going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, for all we know, it could be the... Uh, the the rumored fighting persona game um who knows uh but yeah we should we should get more information on that um by the april, end of the month april 25th i do wonder if if joker comes out on smash before then yeah that would i wonder hmm. i'm well, still i'm still waiting we'll, we'll but it is only april 3rd so yeah, we'll know in a few weeks should be fun. Um, with that, let's jump to something that Seth was actually kind of surprised by when I brought it up earlier. Um, but the the Sega Genesis Mini got announced. No, I wasn't surprised by it. I just, first of all, nothing surprises me. Oh, okay. I expect okay. everything, <laughs> and especially the unexpected. Um, oh, okay. But I just I had forgot that I read about it. <laughs> Um, it's going to have 40 games and it's going to be out on September 19th, uh, comes with two controllers and they only, they announced the initial 10 games. It's going to be Sonic one, echo, the dolphin, Castlevania bloodlines, space harrier, two shining force, Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine, toe nice. jam and Earl comic zone, altered beast and gunstar heroes. Um, do you have any, there's enough. 30 games left, which is a lot. Do you have any uh, wish list games to throw in there, Seth? I know you weren't, I don't, did you guys have a Sega? No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I know you were more I, of a Super I, Nintendo kid. I definitely had exposure to the Sega. Um, I actually vividly recall going to the orthodontist and they had a Sega set up there. Um and I would go play it there when, when I would have to go with my brothers, uh, and I would play Sonic 3D Blast. Ooh. Um, so I don't have a lot of Sega favorites. However, however, there is one that I want to be on there, and that is Vector Man, which was this side-scrolling, uh, kind of shooty platformer game. It was really weird but cool. Um. And maybe Earthworm Jim, that should be on there too. Yeah. Um so one of my my big ones is And other Sonic games. Yeah. I love 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 Comic Zone. So I'm super uh, excited mm-hmm. that that is on there. One of the games I would love to see and it's one of those games, like you have, um, I think it's you or Zach that was telling me like your mom playing Tetris Attack with you. Yeah. Tetris Attack's the right game, right? Yes. Um, so my mom and I would play this game called Columns 3, which was a match three puzzle game that was on the Sega. Yeah. And um, I would love for that to come back because that would be really cool to play with her again because that was like the only video game she ever played with me. And so... I, I think that would be really cool is for that to be on there. And I'm trying to think of the other Sega game that, oh, the Sonic Spinball. That was on Sega, right? Or was that on a handheld? Uh, I believe. Hold on. Oh, I don't. Crap. Was that. I feel I bad. That might have been on game, like Game Boy Color. Well, if anything, it was on Game Gear. Oh, uh, then yeah, it was definitely on the Sega. It had to be because I didn't see. have the Game Gear. It was on, yeah, it was on the Genesis. What is yeah. it? Yeah, Sonic Spinball, great game. Pinball and oh, Sonic. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. For some reason, I was confusing 
Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine for Sonic Spinball. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, Sonic Spinball is a great game. I love that. It's it's very fun. Um, it's actually, you know that game is really short. Really? Yeah. I remember I don't watching remember. Someone, someone did it at like uh, GDQ and I watched them play through it. There's only like three boards. Um, really? It was, just, it was like three or four, but I could just never get past like the first one <laughs> yeah i know me either that's uh there's a lot of those games like when i when i go back to and i think about them I'm like man i only got like two or three levels in and then i would be done yeah they seem like a lot longer games than they actually are just because we're bad at playing them yeah so I, i'm excited i i had both sega and super nintendo as a kid and so this is I'm excited to have this on my dresser next to my Super Nintendo Mini. Mm. So I'm very excited. No, um, if it's on your dresser, does that mean it's just it's not plugged in? It's just sitting there. No, no, it's plugged in, and I actually I'm going to wait till I beat some other games. But I was going to start Super Mario RPG the other day, so you I've got to I've got to beat game. some other games, but. Uh, that's on my list of games that I want to play this year. So with that, let's do some, some quick news. Um, cause we're, we're running out of time. We, we have some E3 previews because, um, two companies came out and said what they're going to do at E3 kind of, they didn't say fully what they're going to do. Some well, of them said what they're not going to yeah, do. <laughs> Bethesda said they're not doing anything. It seems like. Yeah, they're not uh, doing Starfield or Elder Scrolls, and it, and honestly, it's not it's not that surprising because they they made it known last year after they showed showed them off that they're not coming for a long time. But also, what the heck else other games do they have? So that's crazy, still though, because they have been working on Starfield for a long time. Yeah, I mean, like, I I, remember... I imagine that's going to be one of those things that after it comes out, we're going to learn about the rocky development cycle that it went through. <laughs> but yeah, because we've been hearing rumors of Starfield for at least four or five years. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense um, because it's an entirely new direction for them because they've got they kind of have the Fallout and Elder Scrolls machines kind of humming. They know what they what they're doing with the games uh even you know even with fallout 76 uh they they certainly had a a good idea of what it was supposed to be and yeah the, the fallout parts of that game are seemingly mostly intact um <laughs> but with starfield you know they're going in a brand new direction so i am not surprised it has taken this long but it is sort of annoying that we don't get to hear anything about it so we're we're definitely going to have some Doom Eternal stuff. Is that the name of the sequel? Yep, probably Wolf. Um, maybe Wolfenstein. Rage maybe, Two will already be out by then, so I can't imagine that'll be there ex- unless it's just like a little blurb saying, "Hey, go buy this game." By what you said? Rage, you Rage Two, Rage Two. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, no concert. We'll have to sit through. And I mean, they gotta they gotta um, figure out how to fill space. And I, I'm wondering if we're going to hear um, any more about Prey or s- maybe some Dishonored stuff. Mm. Well, maybe what Arcane is working on. Because, I mean, I, I don't... I mean, they finished up Dishonored 2 stuff. Unless they were the ones working on the Wolfenstein, um, the mini or the game that just came out. Yeah. So. Who knows? Who knows? They just... I mean, I'm sure they'll have stuff. They're a good company. They make good games. I'm sure they'll have games to show us, but it is... It's, uh, you just don't know what they are. Yep. And no Starfield or Elder Scrolls. Uh, I'm sure so. they'll show... There'll probably be a new Elder Scrolls Online expansion that they'll show off. Or they'll talk about Elder Scrolls Blades, which... Um, That's true. We didn't talk th- about that, actually. Yeah, uh, well, we both, it's because I didn't get to play it. We both they... talked about it last week, how we installed the game, uh, and I and I I don't know about you specifically, but I signed up for an account, and then it was like, we'll let you know when you can play. And, yep. And I was, it... I was ticked <laughs> off. 
Yeah, I I I was excited to play it. Set up an account. It let me it let me fight one person after giving me this weird um intro mm-hmm. and I I beat back someone. It wasn't very clear who I was fighting. And then it said, "All right, well, we'll let you know when you have a shot at playing for this alpha." And then it kicked me out of the app. And yep. so I was like, "All right, good. Um fantastic, I guess." Um so, whatever. I yep. Who knows? Definitely annoying. But yeah, they'll probably they'll definitely be talking about that. Um, they seem very excited about it at last E three. So I'm sure they'll want to push it. Yeah. And with that, they Ubisoft said that they are going to have a presentation and a booth, which is very interesting because. Um, as far as I know, like you said earlier, the only thing they have like rumored is Watch Dogs Three. Yeah, but hey, I mean, they give me said, a whole press conference of Watch Dogs Three, and I will be happy. There's there's gonna be no Assassin's Creed because yep. there's no Assassin's Creed this year. Nope. There, I mean, Miyamoto's got to show up there somehow. Uh, He's yeah, been there the I mean, last two years. We'll see. That'd be cool. I don't know what it would be. Hopefully, I would take another Mario Rabbids. I. That I doubt, game, I doubt they're they're working on that, but yeah, just give us a, another weird crossover. Yeah, they've already used Mario and Donkey Kong. They've used Star Fox. Uh, who would be next on that list? Uh, maybe Zelda, but Zelda's already working. They they're already working with another studio. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah, I don't know what other properties of theirs they could mix up. Hold on, let's let's try and let's try and figure this out. Um. um no, there's they wouldn't be able to mix up F Zero with anything, would they? They well, don't, Ubisoft doesn't. I don't know. I don't know if Ubisoft makes racing games, or if they have. Huh? Didn't we do? I feel like we've done this before, where we talked about wanting about potential crossovers with with other stuff. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that we have done this on a, on a previous podcast. So. Let's uh let's not do this now because it does it. It's not very good radio. Yeah, um, the only thing that I could think is maybe they'll announce a new Prince of Persia at this Ubisoft thing. That would maybe. be something. They they haven't announced a new one in a long time, and the Switch could be a good spot for that. Sort Here we of go. Game. Splatoon in Splinter Cell. Splatooner Cell. <laughs> Splatooner Cell. Um, Easy. You could do F Zero and the crew, and yeah, just have <laughs> Captain Falcon <laughs> oh. in a in a, just a car. Yeah, that'd be funny. You know, um, I I don't know. This is they they make a ton of games. A lot of them are French because, of course, they are French. Yeah. So, but you know, Ubisoft's always got games. I'm sure they'll have stuff to show us. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be more Starlink stuff because they are supporting the heck out of that game. So I don't know, and it's it's I mean, not a bad game. Those uh, the prices on those on those kits are dropping fast, so I would I wouldn't hold my breath about Starlink stuff. Yeah, well, they're that does, that's not going to stop them from releasing DLC for it. Um, they're still I don't know. maybe you know maybe. Um, so yeah, Ubisoft is going to have a presentation, and so is Elder Bethesda. I just call them Elder Scrolls for some reason. But Even though they won't have that. Yeah. What if Ubisoft uh, showed off Elder Scrolls? That, that would be like crazy. Making their own, own Elder Scrolls game. Just like, listen, we're tired send of waiting it, send on you. Send in the you. Assassin's Creed universe. We're tired of waiting. Ooh, Ubisoft is probably going to have a new Rayman. Oh, that could be. That could be it. That, they... I mean, we've been due for one. They just re-released that other one that came out a lot. So, um, that would be neat. I Oh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Crap, yeah. I don't, is that game even close to being done? Probably that, not. Let's be honest. Yeah. I, I don't think unlikely. so. But it is out there, and it's the other thing that we know that they're doing. So, who yeah. knows? So, 
Um, with that, we appreciate y'all listening and uh, listening to us banter and sometimes mistake our own communications with each other. Um, we hope that you enjoy it and uh, you let us know if you don't and we'll try to tighten it up. But I think it, it makes it tight. a little fun that we can uh, rib each other. Um, hopefully Red Steel 3 will get announced at the Ubisoft conference. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> and... Oh um, boy, we, we we can um, talk about this more with you know. Of course, we're going to be getting more rumors. Um, Red Steel up Three, to June. Colon Blue Steel, and it stars <laughs> Derek Zoolander. Yeah, and we you know we we're going to get more and more of these rumors. And so, if you ever hear any fun rumors that you want us to talk about, uh, send them to us. You can message us on Facebook or any of that stuff at Super up on Sticks. Twitter. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter. I'm all, I'm always on our Twitter because I've curated that to a T to be mostly video game people, all video game people, and our listeners. So, you know, I'm I'm paying attention to the Twitter. I get the notifications. Yeah, Seth might. I don't know if he has it logged in on his phone. I do. But um, get at us, and we appreciate you. And let us know how you think about the show by reviewing and all that good yeah. stuff. And you can always you can text David. His phone number is uh, all right. And with that, we can uh, we will talk to you later next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>